0: Welcome back to Rural Queensland today on the Resonate Broadcast Network. It's the 9th of May. Uh, LNP Opposition Leader David Christofulli is joining us this morning. David, uh, I talked to you from Cairns. Regional Parliament is taking place at the moment um, and there is a lot going on in this state.
1: Sailings failings everywhere you look in service delivery and and people in rural Queensland know it better than anyone. I was with uh, Bryson Head, uh, the member for Calide, and and Roz uh, our shadow health minister, the other day in Gladstone Three hundred days, mate. Three hundred days of women not being able to have a baby in a city the size of Gladstone. Think about think about what Gladstone gives to the economy of this state. It keeps the lights on, yeah. And they can't even give women their service to be able to have a baby. And I, I met a I met a young woman there, Gabriella, who told her story about um, having a, a stillborn baby in rocky and having to go to spotlight by box to take the baby home mate this is this is queensland this is queensland in 2023 unbelievable um uh, mate, is, is it any wonder i get out of bed in the morning with a fire in my belly because our state deserves a whole lot better and, and people in rural and regional queensland understand that better than anyone mate.
0: you're certainly right and and that's the thing that people don't understand i mean We've heard every which way, every possible excuse, every chance to fix it, yet nothing changes. I mean, we're close on a year now and and the babies don't stop being born. and they have to go and up the ra- and, and, and they have to go up the road to Rockhampton. I mean, at what point is there a fatality or, or a death or, or something of the, the catastrophic nature for them to wake up and make change? Or, been- yeah mm. people are leaving people are leaving Gladstone they're leaving the regions because of this There's, There are people saying you know what I can't we can't live here hey guys we, we love Regional Queensland we we just can't live here and what does that do to the economy when we lose people out of the regions we fail now the, the health services it, it, it's just not there we've got councils such as the Tambo Blackhall Council, they're having to do their own advertising campaigns, taking it off their own back with their own money to try and get uh, GPs, doctors to their towns, to entice young men and women to come to that area. It's not the responsibility of a council. It never has been. It's the It lies dead set on the Premier and the the farcical situation that has gone on with the health, and she won't sack Yvette death She just won't do it. And... Uh, it's like she has something, or the unions are telling her, or she's a puppet to the unions, and they're saying you are not to do this. It's just disgusting.
1: Well, let's do a shopping list of accountability. Full stop. So you got a vet Darth who presided over the worst ambulance ramping, blowouts of surgical waiting lists, mums not being able to have a baby in Gladstone, but um, just absolute places like Claremont that haven't had a doctor for five years. Somebody signed up to go there, and then. Queensland Health under her watch was so clunky they couldn't get the deal over the line right so you've got a a, a myriad of of things that are happening Queensland is dying for AMBOs so there's the health system yep on infrastructure you've got every project that Mark Bailey oversees somehow finds a way of blowing out of time and budget we've now got 10 billion in overspends that's not 10 billion in projects that's 10 billion in cost overruns the vast majority of which are under his watch as Transport Minister you got Mark Ryan, who has told the the state that he's going to deliver 1,450 police officers this term. We are halfway through. They've gone backwards by 12. Now, unless something magical happens in the next 18 months, that commitment, not only is it not going to be met, but it just lies in tatters. You've got people like Shannon Fentiman who have overseen the weakest youth justice and law and order issues that are, are just running a hole through this state. I went to Maryborough the other day where a community was coming to terms with the loss of three women allegedly at the hands of a 13-year-old yeah. behind the wheel of a stolen car. It's and, just horrific.
0: And, yeah.
1: and, and, and the words were real reform and we want people to be held accountable. But, but, but all of this. No one is responsible. Stephen Miles can sign a contract for 220 million on a facility that we don't own and barely use, and hand the keys back at Wellcamp. Um, you know, don't don't blame the people who put the deal together. Blame the silly state government who signed checks because they just don't respect money. But no one gets held accountable. The premier doesn't have a heart in, hit it, her heart in it anymore. It's just she just doesn't burn for the job, and you're seeing that everywhere you look.
0: No question. The one area that I really would like to talk to you about, um, and you touched on it, is is youth crime. Um, the the number one police officer in this t- in this state has come out and said, uh, somebody, Katarina Carroll has, has somebody is going to die because what has happened in Rockhampton, and it's not only happening in Rockhampton, is people have had enough. You know, people have had enough, and so there are." Groups, vigilante groups who are coming together on Facebook, on social media, and they're taking matters into their own hands. Now, I don't condone it at all, but I understand it. I I get how people can get to this point, and this is the worry now. The the worry is that we're going to see more and more issues like what went on in Rockhampton. What I'll say about this is that there was nine police officers around some lowlife's house. Right? Why all these people were there, standing out on Sunday afternoon, wanting to try and flush out an offender. Yet we 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 see all this drama going on all the time. Break-ins with people with machetes, just talking to the um, police officers in Toowoomba. They said people just come in there in the houses with the machete. Say, so hand your keys over. At what point does somebody just say, no, we're going to fight up, and then there will be a, a, a fatality? There is going to be dramas, and it just escalates. We have the biggest single problem going on in this state out of any other states, and that is the youth crime issue. And it will not be fixed under this government.
1: You nailed it, mate. And the thing that annoys me most is every time the Premier's backed into a corner, she goes, oh, this is an issue everywhere. Uh, No, sorry. The RACQ just put out their survey, which shows that Queensland is the car theft capital of the country in raw numbers. Our population is dwarfed by places like Victoria and New South Wales. We are the crime capital for car theft in the country. We've got more young offenders than anywhere else. Nearly 40% of all youth offenders are in Queensland. So let's just park that nonsense at the door. How do we know why the problem started? Well, you go back to what happened when they were elected in 2015. The first thing they did, and they boasted about it, was they watered down the Youth Justice Act. They watered it down. Now, yeah. that on the, on the back of that, you've got a generation of repeat hardcore offenders who know that their rights are greater than the rights of the victim. Now, uh, for two years, I spoke about breach of bail and the need for consequences for actions. For two years, they mocked and derided me. Finally, at the 11th hour, they adopted our policy word for word. They didn't even change the comma in our legislation. But without the following, that's only going to be one small step forward without more police to actually enforce those bail conditions. And I just pointed out we've got less coppers now than two years ago. Unbelievable. Just unbelievable. Without that, without consequences for actions embedded throughout the Youth Justice Act, without unshackling the judiciary, and that starts by removing this absolute nonsense of detention being a last resort. That is just, that is just mind-numbingly stupid. And without getting serious about early intervention and trying to turn kids around before they're holding a knife and before they're ramming and torting police cars, nothing's going to change. And you're dead right. This mob don't understand it. They don't feel it. They don't listen the way that they, they once did. And they'll be 10 years in power at the next election and they want 14 years in power, mate. Uh, I think Queenslanders are starting to wake up to what this government's about. It's about them. It's about political survival. It's not about the survival of mums and dads who are just trying to do their business.
0: You resisted the urge to attack Campbell Newman with a a very, very ordinary um, set of comments that he's come out with. I mean, I, I can say this, David, and I understand, and you've worked together with him, but, I mean, the Liberal Democrat has who – who is Campbell Newman and who he stands for now. I mean, he had an opportunity to change this and he absolutely in three years went way over the top, driven by ego, and we're in the mess that we are now because he couldn't just take his time and be patient. He had to make all changes against the advice that he copped. And for him to come out – it's not helpful uh, a year out from an election – when you're doing a phenomenal job and we're seeing these issues crop up every day to have um, the disgruntled person who would have liked to have still been in this seat um, upset and and, and throwing shade. Now, it's just ridiculous.
1: Uh, Dobbo, thanks for your comments, mate. They mean a lot. Look, we reformed um, the party. We're united. We're focused. Um, He's chosen to join another political party, but I – I don't want to return serve and and make condemning comments about him. I I don't wish him any harm. I really don't. I I want your listeners to know that I've got one focus, and that focus is making sure that good government comes to the people of this state. And I'm from the land. I know what this government has done to people on the land. I've lived in regional Queensland. I understand all parts of this state, and people are yearning for change. And my focus has to be not criticising others. My focus has to be showing people why the government is checked out of doing its job, why people in small and family business and people on the land have never had it tougher. Always new taxes, always new regulations. They need to understand my focus about fixing services. When you pick up the phone, when government changes, ambos will arrive because we'll fix the health system and make sure that ambulance ramping of 41% ain't there anymore. When you pick up the phone because some young cretins in your house There's going to be blue uniforms and laws to back them up. Your kids are going to be able to own a home because we'll work with councils to deliver the infrastructure and deliver a few social housings for those who are the most vulnerable. I want national parks to be enjoyed by people, not by feral pigs and weeds. That's service delivery. And with integrity, I can promise people we are not going to be the dodgy, shady mob that this mob are. And that's my focus. And every second that I been talking about other things other than what I want to deliver for this state is wasted time. so I don't you know I don't criticize others. I row my own boat and I hope Queensland is seeing I'm fair about delivering change.
0: What are you expecting from tonight?
1: I just want an acknowledgement that when you bring regional parliament to an area that you listen to people and when the budget is handed down federally, Uh, I want us, and we are in Cairns, I want us to be able to talk to people on the ground about what is in it and what's not in it. And um, there's some projects that we are told might be on the chopping block that were funded. And I don't like that. If uh, governments make commitments, one of the hallmarks of our democracy is that you have good continuity in government. Now, there's been many projects that um, have been mooted, and I'm not going to, step in and and speculate, but if those projects aren't there tonight, I will be the first to squeal um, because those projects define our state. If you're going to grow, growth can only happen on your terms when you deliver infrastructure ahead of it. So um, I'll I'll be having an eagle eye on the federal budget. Um, but we are also sitting here in Cairns, mate, and I, I want to make sure that people in regional Queensland
0: get listened to as well. Yeah, wonderful to chat. Um, and, mate, we really appreciate it. Thank you so much for being with us this morning. LNP uh, Leader, Leader of the Opposition, uh, David Crisafulli, on this Tuesday morning. Uh, the Parliament is in the regions at the moment up in Cairns and there is he is our leader who is obviously and hopefully going to change the fortunes of Queensland moving forward. Thanks for being with us this morning. Thank you, mate. We'll take a break on Rural Queensland today. Come back 9th of May, Tuesday morning, uh, Budget Day on Rural Queensland today.